I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Back to the program. You're listening to Live Mike. It's episode 19. That's pretty good. Almost into the 20s. That's uh, it's exciting. Almost a milestone. Uh, listen, I, let me apologize for the last two segments. Wonderfully fascinating information, uh, although I know the topics are pretty heavy. We spoke about child abuse, and we spoke about uh, uniquely terrible crimes against indigenous women. Uh, and I, I'm sorry, Friday morning, I, I shouldn't be dumping that kind of stuff on you. Uh, but I did because I think it's important to know what your legislators are up to. We, uh, I'm going to tell you it now, as we approach the legislative session, this year's Utah State Legislative Session, we're going to be having conversations like that more often. The topics aren't always going to be as heavy as those we covered this morning, but there are a number of legislatures. You know these folks. I, I talked about the distinction between a part-time legislature and a full-time uh, legislature as exists in so many other states. Uh, what a part-time legislature allows for is everyday run-of-the-mill folks who live and work in your communities to to you know ask those very communities uh, if they are worthy to go represent them at a legislative level and uh, so you have likely voted for your neighbors or folks from your community and those are the types of folks that represent you up at the state legislature they know the issues the unique issues that face not only uh, our state but the the very uh, niche and unique you, communities in which you live and where they find homes. So I, it's, it's important to me uh, that we look at these issues because they're not only you know things that will be debated far away up on uh, Utah's Capitol Hill, but they are also the issues that face uh, your communities. So if you, I'll tell you what, I, I need your help. Right now it's, it's just myself, uh, producer Amy, the rest of the producer staff here. It's just us uh, combing through these bills each day. I need your help. If, there, if you catch wind of a piece of legislation or maybe, uh, maybe you've got a friend who's a legislator or maybe you're a legislator yourself. If you're working on something, you think it is of uh, of interest, but more importantly, if you think it is of uh, importance uh, to the community, would you please send me a text? It's uh, 57500. That's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Otherwise, I'd, I'd give my cell phone number out. I don't have a problem doing that, uh, but uh, but I, I don't know. It, it feels fun doing that. So let's stick to text messages. We've got a, a station text set up here at the at the station. It's 57500. It's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, I, I shouldn't give out my cell phone. That's 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 too much. Now I'll, I'll hold on to that. That's uh, just just for uh, my wife, so she can send me pictures of my baby, which she has already this morning. Uh, and she sent me. So my wife uh, is at home with our little baby Piper now. And she, uh, they listen to the program, and I'm uh, flattered and grateful uh, and honored that they do that. Uh, well, my wife this morning sent me a video of my baby's face as the show was beginning. Uh, baby Piper was a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, squirming around, making a little bit of noise, uh, maybe starting to, to cry. And then episode 19 of Live Mike started off. She heard her daddy's voice, and she calmed right down. That was a special little moment. Thank you for letting me share that. Uh, moving on. The re- the, 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 the- 
topic of this segment is Iran. Yesterday, I told you all about uh, how we were going to try to get away from Iran, um, but important things keep happening. And I feel a duty to keep you up to speed on everything happening uh, of, of import. So today, as I was coming into to work, I saw uh, up on the television, I saw Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, alongside uh, Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State. And they were talking about uh, the announcement of new economic sanctions imposed, additional economic sanctions uh, imposed against Iran, uh, including specifically officials in the Iranian government. And these penalties, which were earlier promised by President Trump, uh, you heard him speak uh, just after uh, the missiles went flying into the air bases there in Iraq. President Trump addressing the nation flanked by generals, uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, CIA director, uh, Secretary of Defense. Uh, he had an all-star cast uh, to his left and to his right as he made uh, these announcements, including economic sanctions against Iran. And we've heard uh, now the specifics of those. Uh, and we're going to walk through those briefly here. Secretary uh, Mnuchin talked about those in greater specificity here. As previously announced by the president, we are announcing additional sanctions against the Iranian regime as a result of the attack on U.S. and allied troops. First, the president is issuing an executive order authorizing the imposition of additional sanctions against any individual owning, operating, trading with, or assisting sectors of the Iranian economy, including construction, manufacturing, textiles, and mining. And let me be clear, these will be both primary and secondary sanctions. The EO also allows us to designate other sectors in the future as Secretary Pompeo and me think is appropriate. Second, we are announcing 17 specific sanctions against Iran's largest steel and iron manufacturers, three Seychelles-based entities, and a vessel involved in the transfer of products. As a result of these actions, we will cut off billions of dollars of support to the Iranian regime, and we will continue our enforcement of other entities. Third, we are taking action against eight senior Iranian officials who advanced the regime's destabilizing activity and were involved in Tuesday's ballistic missile strike. Secretary Pompeo will comment more on this. Today's sanctions are part of our commitment to stop the Iranian regime's global terrorist activities. The president has been very clear. We will continue to apply economic sanctions until Iran stops its terrorist activities and commit that it will never have nuclear weapons. I have a confession. I have never really understood the the complete role of the Treasury Secretary. I know some of the specific uh, duties, uh, but uh, I am very, very happy to hear uh, what he had to announce today. Very basically, being a bad guy costs money. Launching missiles, those aren't free. Uh, Supplying soldiers, keeping them fed, giving them a place to sleep, uh, that's all an expense. And if we are imposing circumstances which removes billions of dollars from their regime, their resources, and makes them less of a threat to the United States and our allies, I'm glad that this is happening. Secretary of State Pompeo continued and added his support for these sanctions and further explanation here. We're striking at the heart of the Islamic Republic's inner security apparatus. 
These sanctioned targets include the Secretary of the Supreme National Council and the Commander of the Basij Forces. That's the regime's brute squad, which has in the last few months killed approximately 1,500 Iranians who were simply demanding freedom. Our action also targets other senior leaders close to the Ayatollah. They've carried out his terrorist plots and destabilizing campaigns across the Middle East and around the world. That's the Secretary of State Mike Pompeo supporting uh, and giving added information regarding uh, these sanctions, which we have now imposed on Iran. It's good. They should continue. Iran should feel uh, a punishment uh, for doing what it has done to us. Uh, You don't get away with the type of action that they took against us. Uh, Listen, next up, we're going to change directions entirely. Uh, Brand new segment dealing with a vanity license plate that was spotted in Salt Lake City yesterday. Uh, It it said deport them. We're going to see how that slipped through the scrutiny of the DMV next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.